Great. Are we on? Do we have liftoff? Great. Okay, so this morning, I'm not actually going to really preach because I'm going to get you to do the work. Yeah, it's one of those mornings. It's the summertime. And um, we've been doing a series recently on um, really what does it mean to be a disciple? What does it mean to, to carry on? And what does it mean to make disciples of other people? And uh, part of that process is actually needing to know how we can help people to understand the Bible more. And um, we're going to do something which we did a couple of years ago in lockdown, um, which is about really looking at a passage of scripture and then getting you to um, read back the passage that is going to be read out, but you're not going to have the Bible with you. You're going to have to kind of memorize it and paraphrase it. Um, so you're going to get into groups of fours and fives uh, and you're going to do that. So I'll become a bit more clearer later. And then we're going to ask four questions through the course of the morning. The first two questions will be, what do we learn about God from the passage? And what do we learn about people from the passage? And then the second two, the last two questions will be, what do I need to do as a response to this passage? And who am I going to tell this story to? Okay, so let's go that as if by magic. They, those are the questions. And um, we're going to look at Romans 6. And it's a great passage. Don't go there just yet. And the great thing about Romans, it's all about the law versus grace and how God has given us grace to live. And um, as I was thinking about law, I was thinking about um, some things I read in, on the Internet about things that were actually said in the courtroom. I'm going to read out some of these things that were actually recorded and said in a courtroom. So first one, this is the attorney. Doctor, how many of your autopsies have you performed on dead people? The witness, all of them. The live ones put up too much of a fight. Attorney, she had three children, right? Yes. How many were boys? None. Were there any girls? Your Honour, I think I need a different attorney. Can I get a new attorney? <laughs> attorney, how was your first marriage terminated? By death. And by whose death was it terminated? <laughs> Witness, take a guess. Attorney, the youngest son, the 20-year-old, how old is he? He's 20, much like your IQ. <laughs> Can you describe the individual? He was about medium height and had a beard. Was this a male or a female? <laughs> Unless the circus was in town, I'm going with male. Okay, a few more. What was the first thing your husband said to you that morning? He said, where am I, Kathy? And why did that upset you? Because my name's Susan. <laughs> Trooper, when you stopped the defendant, were your red and blue lights flashing? Yes. Did the defendant say anything when she got out of the car? Yes, sir. What did she say? What disco am I at? <laughs> okay, I'll give you two more. Attorney, what is your date of birth? July the 18th. What year? Every year. <laughs> and here's my favourite one. Doctor, before you performed the autopsy, did you check for a pulse? No. Did you check for blood pressure? No. 
did you check for breathing? No. So then is it possible that the patient was alive when you began the autopsy? No. How can you be so sure, doctor? Because his brain was sitting on my desk in a jar. <laughs> I see, but could the patient still have been alive nevertheless? Yes, it is possible that he could have been alive and practicing law. <laughs> so this morning, we're going to look at Romans 6, and we're going to start with 1 to 11. So we're going to put it up on the screen here. Who would like to volunteer and read out this passage? Anybody? Yes. Great. Where's the mic? Do you want to come forward and you're going to sit there? Okay, great. So, Romans 6, 1 to 11. Well then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Jesus Christ in baptism, we were joined, we joined him in his death. For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. For when we died, with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we know we will also live with him. We are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again. Death no longer has any power over him. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin. But now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. So you also should consider yourselves to be dead in the power of sin and alive to God through Jesus Christ. Thank you very much. Great. Do you want to worship again? So what I want you to do is I want you to get into groups of fours or fives. So if you're a visitor here, then please feel free just to sit and enjoy listening. Um, don't feel any pressure to um, have to say anything. But if you want to, we're not going to stop you. So if you get to groups of fours and fives, and then I want one person to volunteer to maybe just, I know you're not going to get it exactly right, but just to kind of talk about what you've just heard. Okay, you might all just want to open your Bible and have a quick scan of it, but then close it and then and then just speak it out in your group maybe you could turn your chairs around if you want get into groups
Okay, if you can finish your conversations. If we can have the um, passage up again, please. Okay, I've decided that we will read it again. If we could have someone else to read it. Who else would like to volunteer to read it this time? Right. It just happened. Best passage yet. Well then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we, would, we joined him in his death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we, may, now we also may live new lives. Since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we know we also live with him. We are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again. Death no longer has any power over him. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin. But now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. So you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Jesus, through Christ Jesus. Great. So what an amazing passage, isn't it? In your groups, I want you to answer two questions what does this passage tell you about God and what does this passage tell you about people okay going to give you about five or six minutes to discuss it what does this passage tell you about God what does this passage tell you about people Okay, if you can draw your conversations to a close. Okay, it'd be great to hear some answers. So first of all, what does this passage tell you about God? Let's have some people just shouting out what they discussed. We said he did a real proper job with his soul. And that is, that's more radical than we tend to... Talk, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Christ will never die again, yeah. and so he won't either. That's the kind of yeah. Nice Great, yeah. Amazing. Brilliant. It's a good start. God is gracious. God is gracious. Yeah. God loves us. Yeah, yeah. What was that? Com- compassion, hugely. All-powerful, yeah. He's what? Alive, yes. Full of grace when we get it wrong, yeah. Sorry? Yes, forgiving God. Yes. God 
Got a fight? Yeah. Somewhere over here? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And what does this passage tell you about us? What's that? <laughs> yeah. Reliance on God. Yeah. All right, so what over here first? We're nothing without him. He died and raised with him. Yep. No condemnation and judgment. Yes. Amen. No longer slaves to sin. Alive to God, yep. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, I write down that God has the ultimate victory. You know, someone said that Satan was defeated at his strongest by Christ when he was at his weakest. And, um, it, and it's interesting, like last night, I was, um, we were at a Coldplay concert and the song Fix You came on I thought no and I I just thought about Paul again and I thought about our great heroes like Tony and and David Roger and I thought man I felt that sense of sadness but when you read this passage the reality is that death has no power over Jesus and scripture says we are in Christ so if we are in Christ and death has no power over Christ then guess what Death has no power over us. So that's great. The ultimate enemy is death. And death is defeated. Okay, back in your groups. After reading this chapter, what are you going to do in response to this scripture? How are you going to live your life because of it? And then who are you going to tell the story to? Okay, get in your groups, discuss that. People can hear your brains working. Okay, just draw your conversations to a close. Right, who wants to be brave and say what they feel God's prompted them to do as a response to this passage? This is where it's gone quite. To, to what? Appreciate. Great. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So it might be just good in your groups just to spend a bit of time just thanking God because these are massive truths. You know, I mean, this is just one one chapter. This is like half a chapter. You know, if you gosh, that's good. And, and kind of what I wanted to do this morning is to kind of help you to understand that Discipling others is fairly straightforward because you can use this as a tool to just ask the question, what do we learn about God? What do we learn about people? What's our response going to be? Who are we going to tell? That's basic discipleship. Um, it helps us to memorize scripture. It helps us to, to get the word of God into us. You know, it doesn't have to be rocket science. And I think we, we make it more complicated than it actually is. And I think it's just a very easy tool. So um, let me encourage you um, to maybe do that, you know, um, maybe um, with your friends. 
um, in your small groups, just to do this from time to time, just to get scripture into us and to learn more about God and ourselves. Um, so, because, so maybe just in your groups, just spend some time thanking God for what you've learned this morning. And then we're going to close the meeting there. Yeah, Father, we thank you that you have the ultimate power. Thank you, Lord, for your amazing grace upon us, Lord. Thank you that we're no longer slaves to sin, Lord, but we are sons of righteousness. And uh, we just want to honour you. We glorify you. We thank you that we share this amazing inheritance with Jesus. Amen. Amen. Great. Have a great week. There are teaser coffees at the back. <laughs>